Thank you for tuning in to Conroe United Pentecostal Church today. We pray that this podcast is a blessing to you. If there is ever anything we can do for you, please email admin at conroeupc.org. 2 Kings chapter 20, we're again reading at verse number 1. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah the son of Amos came to him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And I want to talk to you for just a few minutes tonight. I promise you I will not be long. And I'd like to use for a subject the weight of a tear. And I want us to go to the Lord in prayer. Jesus, we love you. We feel your presence in this place tonight. Asking you to take the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, and let it be acceptable in your sight tonight, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everybody would say amen. All right, you may be seated. The Lord bless you. The weight of a tear. I understand tonight that we are living in a time when tears are not popular anymore. But tears and weeping is found throughout the Word of God. In the journey that Jesus took, in his journey, he came to a certain city. And there... At a gate, they were carrying out a dead man, the only son of his mother, and the Bible said she was a widow, and she was weeping for her son. Jesus, the Bible said, saw her and had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. Tears, church, moves the heart of of God. And I know it's not popular. I know it's not whatever anybody wants to do anymore. Everybody tries to hide the greatest thing that can ever happen to a man, woman, boy, or a girl is when a tear comes out of that eye that God put there. And the only way a tear can come out of the eye socket is for something to be going on in the heart. The the tears are a condition of the heart. When our heart is stirred and our heart is troubled, it responds and there is a sign that happens in the corner of our eye and it rolls out on our cheek. And when God sees that, it so moves him that he walked up to a funeral possession 
and stopped it dead in his tracks. And he simply looked at it and said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. And the Bible said the young man set up and he began to speak. He began to respond in life because Jesus saw a woman weeping over her son. Tears, I say again, move the heart of God. Tears will always move the heart of God. So many people are suffering today simply because they've been taught big boys don't cry. Big boys don't supposed to cry. And cowboys don't cry. All of my life I heard that. All of my life I grew up wanting to show my emotions, but I was a big boy, and big boys don't cry. But I'll never forget tonight when I walked in to an apostolic Pentecostal church, and I began to feel something that I never felt before. And all of a sudden, something began to happen in my heart, and something began to happen in my mind. And I found myself going to an altar, and there at that altar, I began to pour my heart out to God and when God saw those tears on this old big redneck barroom brawler God said I want you now God can't use us unless we can do this I stand here tonight a miracle I ought to be in a drunkard's grave But because of the ability to weep and the ability to cry, God washed my heart, cleansed out the wrong, cleansed out all the stuff that was not right. And here I stand before you tonight, a witness of the grace of God. Another place, Jesus in his journeys, very familiar scripture. Lazarus had died. And Jesus was making his way there. But he took his time on purpose. When he got there, he found Mary. And I'll just read it from the scripture. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus, therefore, saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit. And this is what Jesus said. Where have you laid him? The tears so moved him. He said, take me to where he is at. Don't you think he knew where he was at? But he said, take me to him. When they got to the tomb, Jesus looked at them and said, roll away the stone. Mary looked at him and said, Lord, by this time, by this time, he stinketh. Jesus said, roll away the stone. And then with a loud voice, Jesus simply cried out, Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible said, he that was dead came out of that tomb. And Jesus said, loose him and let him go. That really don't mean too much to us anymore, does it? But because of weeping, it was brought about. Tears 
and I might say this several more times, but I'm going to try to get around and close here in just a couple of seconds. Tears move the heart of God. How can we measure a tear that rolls out on our cheek? And you listen to me tonight. I want to go back to our scripture text for just a few moments because I felt this in prayer the other night. I was, I was burning up with fever. Uh, I come to you tonight with the flu. Don't feel, don't get scared. You can't, can't catch it. I'm not running fever anymore. But the other night I was, and all night long I burned up with a real high fever. And all night long the Lord talked to me about this church and this message that I want to preach to you. For just the couple of more minutes, I want to show you something here. In those days, the Bible said Hezekiah was sick unto death. Anybody ever been sick? And the Bible said the prophet came to him. And this is what the prophet had to say. Set your house in order. You're going to die and you're not going to live. Immediately. He didn't wait three days. Immediately. Prophets were known by when they said something, it come to pass. If it didn't come to pass, they were stoned to death. Listen to me tonight. This was a man that Hezekiah had confidence in. This Hezekiah wasn't just any old blowjo. This Hezekiah was a captain of the people of God. This man was what we know today as an apostolic. And Hezekiah turned to the wall. And he began to pray. And when he prayed, he said, Lord, I want you to remember now how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart and have done that which is good in thy sight. Can I stop and talk to you for just a few seconds? Sometimes we go through things that we don't understand. Things happen in our lives that we can't put a finger on. And we don't know why it happened. Why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to my family? Why did my family have to face this? And whether we want to admit it or not, the longer we stay in that, the more we fight a cold heart. And it becomes so cold and so indifferent that the tears don't come anymore. We can sit in service stone-faced. No matter how powerful the service is or how anointed the singers are or how anointed the preaching is, we can sit in services totally untouched and unmoved because we don't understand why God allowed us to go through some things. But then if somehow... Something can take place in your life, where you, and especially in a church like this, where you have an opportunity on midweek to come down and pray. And, and, and listen, we're living in a world today where people don't want to pray anymore. They want to come to church and to sing hallelujah, skippy-de-doo-da-day and go back to the house. But hey, we're living, we're living in a time now where we need church, folks. We need church more now than we've ever needed it before. I don't know about you, but I've been going through hell. I've been going through some rough times. I need the presence of God. When I come to church, my God, I need something to happen to me. I don't need to come to church to a dead 
dead, dull, dried up church. I come to church because I'm hurting. I've, I've had things happen to me. I need some help and I need God to touch my old cold heart. Then when I get here and I feel the presence of the Lord and the tears begin to move. Tears move the heart of God. And we're ashamed of it. We're ashamed of the thing that God uses to reach into a man's soul and heart and bring him to a place where God can save him. Oh, hear me tonight, church. We're living in the last days. The rapture of the church is imminent. We're going to see it in just a few days. And we need to let the tears flow like a river. It's time for us to get back to old-fashioned apostolic preaching and doctrine like we have here in our church and let God open up our eyes and let the tears roll down like a river. I didn't plan on doing this, but I'm going to do it. When I came here, I needed help. I don't have the liberty to tell you where I was at, but I needed help and I needed help big time. I had faced some difficult things, some hard things that I didn't understand. And I was fighting with those things, wrestling with those things. Men, men, men fight these kind of things. And I needed somebody to just say, come on. Come on back. Come on and get back to where you need to be. Instead of saying, you know, you know more than we do. You ought to know where you're at. Sometimes we don't understand where we're at. We don't understand why we're at where we're at. And it takes the mighty hand of God to bring us back to an altar and My God, help us. When I get here, I want my eyes to open up. I want my heart to be washed. The weight of a tear. You don't know what it means when a tear flows out on your cheek and God sees it. When I was at that place and I began to break and those tears began to finally return to my cheek, I felt the arms of God wrap about me. And from that point to this point tonight, God has been restoring me and been bringing me back. Can I have somebody? Can I have somebody? Can I have somebody to say I've been there? Anybody else been there? Why don't you stand to your feet? Anybody know what I'm preaching about tonight? Have you been in a place where you don't understand? You don't truly Understand why you're there, why you had to go through what you've been going through. Could I invite you to come to the front tonight? Could I invite you just to come up here with me and let's pray together for just a little while? God bless you. God bless you is our prayer.